Hey guys, welcome to another episode of What the Tech Am I Doing? So today we have one of my friends, Matt Klotz. He has recently come back from the Deaf Olympics where he like broke some more records, got a ton of medals, um, and was nice enough to come on and talk to us about it. So yeah, thanks for coming on. Of course, appreciate you having me on here. Yeah, how are you feeling? I mean, that was a, because you flew across the country and then now you recently just got back, right? Yeah, so I, I left a couple of weeks ago for there. It was like a, it wasn't easy traveling. We got like, it took us a whole extra day because of all the cancellations and stuff. Oh, um, so we were there an extra day. So I actually missed an extra day of training because of that. Um, and then coming back as well, we also got delayed. But I guess <laughs> when you're coming back, it's not a big deal. We just wanted <laughs> yeah, to get home. We just, all of us were just like, we want to get home already. Yeah. we were there for like two weeks so that was a long time you know in a foreign country and just like i mean we're exhausted because like you have all the other sports there the games and they actually stayed till the closing ceremony where we left because we started like the first day after opening ceremony and then we ended like three days before the closing ceremony but that's like when other sports finally start for swimming we're we're literally competing every day so we're exhausted like yeah <laughs> we have no energy left at the end yeah so we just wanted to point, it was fun i'll head home now right exactly yeah and this is the second time you've gone to the deaf olympics right it's my third third, third oh, time third. So I went in, yeah so i went in 13 17 and this year yeah god yeah. oh i'm forgetting the one you went while you were still in high school yeah, so I yeah, I, was, I think it was junior junior year. Yeah. Yeah, because we graduated fourteen. Yeah, so it was junior year is when I went to uh, Bulgaria. That's when I was like a little freshy, like I was yeah. new to the whole thing. That was the first time. Um, but that was a good experience. And then Turkey was actually really good in 2017. That's when I had the experience already. You know, know what to expect. Got college training me in a little bit, and then this year was even more prepared and really knowing what to expect um and just kind of knowing the way it goes because you know how long the meet is you know it's international traveling you know everything you know do you think you'll try and go again like will you try and do a fourth yeah so my i this was actually kind of on the rocks like i didn't decide i was gonna go until three months ago you know I went back to California because I actually short story long long story short I quit after when COVID hit so you know I started missing swimming a lot all the people from the other countries like hey like why aren't you going like we want to see you dude and I was like I know I'm just not training you know I'm not ready and then kind of I went back to California like you know what why don't I just start training again for now so you only trained you had three months of training yeah honestly I had like two months of training it was two months yeah because I was in Folsom uh training for two months my club team I was so out of shape like (laughs) the coaches are laughing I'm like oh we got you we got two months to get you ready I was like yeah um but it it was good because you know I went home I got to focus for a little bit just all I had to worry about was just swimming practice every day just showing up and then put in the work um so I obviously wasn't at my prime in Brazil this year, but in other ways I was good because during my time off, I started lifting a lot. So I was hitting the gym, you know, four or five times a week. Oh. So I gained like 40 pounds of muscle. So that really oh. helped in my sprint events. And that helped me with all the other strokes because I usually only do two strokes. And I just, this me, I decided to do all the four strokes. And that was why I got my medal count really high this time is because I did like almost every event there, whereas I never did before. Yeah. Okay. I have so many questions. Okay. So (laughs) one, for background for the people, Matt and I went to high school together. So he's like always been a really good swimmer. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's in Folsom that he talks about. And then, so I guess I'll start with why, because you said, I mean, you basically took two years off and then like, yeah had the most and then trained for two months and then had the most medals like ever yeah um so first starting with why did you decide to stop and not keep going so I'll try and keep it on good terms here Um, (laughs) so COVID hit and kind of just a lot of things went sideways you know it was right when I was graduating 
And that's when I wanted to start training pro and all that. And COVID hits, everything stopped, no meets, no nothing. Mm. Um, and it was just kind of a hard time. Like I, the rules in every state was different. California was on one of the most strict, strictest rules. So I didn't go back to California really that long when it happened. So I actually stayed with my friend, like my best friend now. Um, and he was, he, so he's finishing his fifth year right now. So he's still here with me. Um, he uh, lives in Texas and Texas was like the probably best state that had less rules. So like they didn't even care about the mass yet. So we were able to train a little bit in, in Texas. Mm-hmm. And then once it got really serious, that's when it stopped. And then that's when I stopped. And I just started lifting instead. And when I came back, um, the two coaches that were at the time, you know, we didn't have <laughs> you know, I'm a very hard worker, but we have a lot of um, arguments back and forth with my training. You know, I when I came, I was recruited for college for a different race, and then I became stronger and bigger, and I became a better sprinter, but they needed me in a middle distance, mm-hmm. and that's where it kind of came forth, because it was like, well, it's my senior year. I need to work on myself this year, yeah. because pro swimming, and that's what matters after college, where... You know, I had a, we just had a lot of fighting. And so, like, things kind of got rough. And COVID was a very hard year. So, they were stressed. Um, so, they said they weren't going to train me. Um, and and I wasn't the only one. I'll say that. There was a lot of, was a lot of issues. Um, they eventually got cut from the program. And now there's a whole new staff at LSU. And they're amazing. Um, so right now I'm actually back. So this is actually my first week training with them right now. Uh, because I was, that's why California, I started swimming three months ago. And now I'm continuing my training after that. So now I'm at LSU again, training wow. for the summer with them. And it's been awesome so far. You know, the coaches know what they're doing. Just way better atmosphere and everything. And it's just, and the thing is what I noticed is when I was here during the COVID or last year. So like, the year after COVID kind of um all the swimmers were just so much happier so much like hardworking and stuff from the previous coaching staff and I could see that and that's what I kind of wanted to be part of so yeah oh that's so much fun I feel like it's crazy how many people like so many of our friends were college athletes I mean I feel like yours is Mm -hmm. a different level but the amount of people even my friends my entire soccer team went and played college soccer and uh-huh. most like probably 80% dropped out because they're like, really not even like they're super solid soccer girls, but they're uh-huh. like, I can't with the coaching staff. And like, yeah. I've heard so many different schools. It's like the coaching staff really changes people's like opinion of the sport, which is oh, so sad because like, it's like the best of the best athletes all go to college. And then like uh-huh. these sports that, have been their lives and like such a joy turns into like this awesome right experience, you know? no yeah there's so much to it because like there's your sport but then who you're training for and what school you're at train is another half of that whole aspect you know and that's a played a big role with me in my college you know and you know I always get this question asked is would you if you could do it again would you change your school and it's like you know, my first year, I would say yes, but now looking back, it's like, no, because it's, you know, it's not always about the sports, it's the people I've met, you know, the teammates, the people outside of, on the other uh, sports team, people in classroom, just the whole, like, city I'm in, and I want to take it back, because, you know, it's got me to where I am and stuff, um, so, yeah. That's a good mindset. Yeah. Yeah. I heard this quote, and I really like it, and it's like, if you had it your way, like, if you had the childhood mm-hmm. that you would have ex- like you could pick for yourself and like all these experiences you'd pick they're like you wouldn't be the person you are because like it your life would have been like kind of too easy and you wouldn't and I was like right oh. right I was like right I respect that so I don't know but also glad that now you're the good coach staff and it works good out. Sign. yeah no yeah I love the sport again <laughs> yeah yeah it is yeah. I when I finished because I did all for you I again I like dealt with injuries I went to like division Mm -hmm. three instead of a higher division and then like the coaches like came in and out we had one of our coach our sophomore year he had like a scandal and so like he 
resigned. Um, <laughs> yeah, resigned. That's what the we NCAA said. The yeah. NCAA came in and yep, like, yep. and then yeah. he just disappeared. You know, uh-huh. I'm like, no, no, he resigned. Um, but I, like, my freshman year, I was like, I should not have gone to this college. And then now that I graduated and like have a steady job, I'm like, okay, that worked out. Like, right, I it works out in the end. end but... Right, it works out in the end. No, yeah, and like, you know, like resigning, like that's a very popular term with swimming. Like, swimming has a lot of scandals. There's one that just popped up yesterday and it's blowing up and it's one of the cow coaches and she's like the most prestigious women's coach, like 30 years there, I think 29 years. Um, and I guess there's some summers now that, cause you know, you don't really like to come forward when you're on the team cause you know, your scholarship, you know, your reputation, everything on the line, cause they find out and you're something, they're going to brutally attack you while having yeah. to practice till the next year. Um, and so like, there's a couple of females, like, coming out right now with it and it's kind of blown up because people usually wait till they're done oh, yeah geez. so yeah. has she signed uh no no i think Still it's going. Like day two um i think they're yeah i think they're gonna go into it pretty deep i think because you know cal is a very prestigious swimming yeah. school one of the best and i think they're gonna take it serious but at the same time she's produced results Mm. so you know it depends you know you know there's you know there's just coaches that are tough but they know what they're doing and then there's abusive coaches and there's you know there's a line and it's hard to tell just from a couple people you know there's gotta be a lot of stuff you know yeah yeah ironically like now that I work like I'm in like the corporate world it's kind of this not to that level but it's interesting because there's like leaders who produce results, but like their team hates them. And then then there's leaders that like everyone loves and like everyone loves to go to work. And then eventually like everyone leaves one team and goes to the other. So it's like, right. Right. I think for that, like, I think I, that's where I can use two different terms. I think a boss, you know, boss is someone that's in charge and takes kind of, kind of demanding himself or the leader, you know, they're with you through that process and supportive you know like that's why I kind of compared it to you know like the coaches we had a couple years ago they were bosses but the coaches we have now they're leaders yeah no that's a good outlook I like that okay so then you okay and then your decision to come back you talked about Uh how did it feel going okay so like the people listening you won 14 medals which is a record right yeah, so I, it was a record because I, I broke the most uh, anyone's won in a single uh, Devil Olympic Games, yeah. And how many world records have you broken? Including, um, you've broken some and then broken your own. <laughs> yeah, so I've re-broken, I've re-broken my own, but I don't know how many times. Because, like, for me, like, every time I go at best time in those events, because I hold the world record, it's a new world record. Um, <laughs> So it's nice because it's like, okay, I just go for a best time every time and then you get a you know, new world record. It makes it easy. Um, but right now I hold currently four. So it's all the backstreet events and then the 53. Um, I was hoping to get the fifth one this meet, but I had so many races where like that race, which was the 50 fly I wanted to break. I had two other events that night yeah. and I would just beat, you know, I was like, that's so hard. Like I knowing if I was rested and stuff, I could have gotten it. So I think that might be a goal for me this summer is to break it at uh, nationals. Yeah. Yeah. How do you balance that? Cause like, I mean, 14 medals is a huge accomplishment and then you're, cause that's like, I mean, that's just crazy in its own, but then you're like, okay, I lit, I went hard in 14 races to win these. So I right. like, obviously your energy is a little, maybe less than it would be for you to like break your own record it's like you're competing against yourself versus right yeah and like so like when I go to Nashville this summer I'll only have two races which will be 100 back and 53 and those are my best races so knowing that I will my times will be a lot better because I'll be rested and focused like I might just have the 100 back I I don't know the exact layout but like 100 back would be one day and then maybe two days later will be the 53 where Mm. you know in Brazil I was doing four five races every day so you know that's a different that's a different game that's more endurance (laughs) rather than you know it's hard for sprinters to do that yeah Yeah. I mean especially with how quickly you came back which is insane yeah yeah I had a little little lacking of endurance there yeah (laughs) 
Okay, so then overall, like, it must have been so good to, I'm just imagining, like, you go, you don't have the best experience, you take two years off, people are like, you know what, you should come back, you come back, you have, like, people who are standing by you, you train your ass off, Mm -hmm. and, and you win all these medals, and you're just like, and you didn't want to train me, did you? You know, like, right, how yeah, that, it, I feel like that must feel good. It's like proving something to it yourself. Did. It did, you know, it's, you know, like when I told people, you know, and I get it because I, I would be the same way in a little bit. Like when I told some people, I was like, yeah, I'm actually going to go to this meet. And like to my, they were like, what? Like, I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, no, yeah. I'm like, dude, you haven't been training. I was like, okay. And so, you know, it's, and it's not like out of disrespect, but it's just like, I mean, I kind of laughed too because I was kind of like, really unsure you know yeah I signed up I was like hey put me in all these event coaches and they're like you want all these I was like <laughs> sure we'll just take it day by day <laughs> when I was swimming prelims you know I was just on a race I don't train at all like I haven't trained this race in like eight years which is breaststroke and I swim at prelims I get third and I was like okay maybe I'll <laughs> maybe I'll keep it tonight even though I have like the hundred back also which is my best event I was like I'll just soup up. Let's see where it goes. And I think what was interesting was my most hyped moments at the meet were actually when I was winning the bronze and silvers over really? gold because the gold because the gold ones were the ones that I hold the world records in. So you know, it's I'm ex, I'm expected. I don't mean this in a cocky way. I'm expected no, I to win races. Yeah. Um, whereas breaststroke and butterfly that I'd never done before in any of the other games or regularly I medaled and it was just like oh crap like that's awesome I was like hyped about it because I just added to my medal count and after during the meet we kind of like realized so like what is the most so like I already have seven on like day three and people were like how do you have seven <laughs> and it's like that's like yeah and I was like it was, it was really nice um and then we realized because so the record for the most medal counts ever in history any like not just a single game but all together mm-hmm. is um 30 and i'm at 22 now okay. so I think if i go for 2025 that's my goal now let's go to 2025 and i want to get more than eight but if i get eight i'll break it and then hopefully move forward and obviously i'm thinking about the 14 races and then Maybe I'll have two more events because I was watching. <laughs> I had a day off, actually. I actually got one day off, and it was the 200 free day, and I was watching, and I was like, I kind of want to be in this race. Like, <laughs> knowing myself, I could have meddled, but it was just like I needed that mental break. Just, yeah. I was I was exhausted every night. Oh, I'm sorry. Every night, like, we didn't get home till like, 11, and then we have to wake up at 6 for breakfast and then go to the meet for oh, prelim session. So it was, Trying you know, to be, like, peak performance. Yeah, it's, and like one night I didn't get home to like I didn't go to bed till two because we had a drug test after like the second day, and they held us for like two hours, and like we hadn't warmed down yet. They pulled us right from our last race, wow. so it was like me and like the Jap, the Japan guys and the Ukrainians were all just like looking at each other, like shaking our head, like we're not going home till way late tonight. Yeah, that's yeah. yeah. That's the things that I feel like. Like, are there other things like that where? people watch these things and they just assume like you're like perfect rest and like you're ready to go and yeah, all, like, things in the background that you wouldn't realize you guys are dealing with yeah like no one knows that like a lot of people didn't know that we were up till 2 a.m <laughs> like getting drug tested because they all left the pool while we're still behind stuck um and then like we show up tomorrow morning and like people are, like you look tired i was like yeah <laughs> i'm a little tired yeah. you know um so that's what really came in handy is having that one day off I had because I needed that pack. Yeah, you're like, I need the rest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wait, the other thing I was curious about, and then I'll go on to more questions, but um, mm-hmm. you had mentioned that when you were training, especially your senior year, you started to have to decide mm-hmm. like, what's best for you right. versus what's best for like the coach and the team. How did you like come about that decision? Because I feel like that's very difficult. I'm just putting my shoes in like college self and like yeah. things that athletes have to think about, right? You know, to, to have to make that decision and then get the pushback that you were getting. Uh huh. So, my 
honestly, my junior year short course was better than my senior year short course, mainly because my senior year was more focused on long course swimming because long course swimming is world swimming. Basically, it's uh, the Olympics, world champs, everything where USA is actually the only country um, that does short course. Um, Yeah, so it's like high school, college, because it's. The, we have foreigners that come from the other countries and they're long course swimmers. They're not short course swimmers. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just different. We just, yeah, we just have, that's just college. So that's why I was like, after college, there's no more short course yeah. racing for me anymore. <laughs> it's all long course. So that's, you know, I was so focused on that. And I was, and I had a, my side view, which my side goal, which was making a 2020 Hungarian team because I have dual citizenship with them. And oh, I didn't know that. that yeah, yeah, that's that came like we just we kind of started figuring that stuff out like my senior year, yeah, it's, uh, before COVID happened, and we were aiming for that, and I was doing really well, and by the time it was I was going to perform, COVID happened, mm-hmm. and then the travel ban happened, so I couldn't travel to their country to compete again, and that's you know what led to me quitting too because travel ban, I can't compete with the team. I can't train. So, you know, I kind of <laughs> lost a little hope there, you know. And the whole COVID thing was just, you know, no one knew how long it was going to last. What's the deal for a while? Um, you know, it, it took a toll on me for a long time. But, you know, I'm not – I don't regret it or anything because I learned a lot that year during COVID when, I, when something was taken away from me again. You know, I kind of found myself – outside the sport and now I'm able to kind of keep that balance you know like these past three months I've been having so much fun again in the sport and knowing that it's not all about swimming because that's what I kind of was growing up all I cared about was swimming swimming yeah. swimming because that's all I did and now I kind of have I know how to balance it all yeah okay so what was your mindset and like how did you come to that conclusion because that is a very hard thing to do especially when like Swimming's a big time. To, like soccer for me wasn't uh-huh. my dedication, but swimming's like a whole nother level. Um, so during that time off that you took to just like you're saying focus on yourself and like right. mental state, uh-huh. what are the big other big findings that you had for yourself? And like how did you kind of maneuver that? Um, I kind of just realized like I was just kind of doing nothing, you know, <laughs> and I missed the sport. I was just like, I'm just all I'm doing, you know, just going out a lot. Um <laughs> You know, just doing that stuff. Um, I just kind of felt I didn't have a purpose. Um, you know, that's how I always was growing up. You know, especially with my disability, I always want to prove people wrong. And I missed that feeling. And that just kind of kept bothering me, you know. So once the rules started kind of getting back over, uh, back or backing off a little bit with the COVID restrictions, so I kind of started thinking about it again. And when I went to California, that's when I, decided like, let's just try it you know maybe maybe I won't like it because it definitely sucked the first two <laughs> the first month I was just dying I was like all the 14 year olds 15 year olds were killing me they were all beating me <laughs> I was like I feel like I'm like oh wow I suck um and then you know every every week I got better and better and better and I like it was like these two guys that I love um they were they're uh, seniors in high school or, um so I was racing with them, like practicing with them every day. And like, they killed me like a whole second in the 50th first day. And I was like, just give me like a month and a half and I'll beat you. <laughs> and that's what happened. And I was like, I told you I would. Um, so yeah, it's, it's, um, it was a good feeling, you know, like seeing myself come back. And after what I did in Brazil, just proved my point more that I really do want to be back in the sport and keep moving forward. Um, and just for two months that's a really good spot to be in and that's why I'm now focusing for uh nationals this summer end of the summer uh in Irvine and that's why I'm just gonna kind of see where I can go see how far I can do in like five months of training and and we'll just we'll decide after that summer what's the next move and plan will be yeah that's fair Mm -hmm. you'll have to let me know when you yeah what's that I said you'll have to let me know when you come to Irvine Oh, definitely, definitely. <laughs> Round two. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, what was the other thing? Okay, so on that, like, I saw this video the other day, and I posted it to my story, and I had, like, 20 people comment and, like, reply and DM me, and they were like, oh, my gosh, this is totally me, and I don't. So I'm curious 
your take? I don't know the answer to it yet, but for the video was basically saying that as athletes, you're so used to your schedule being very dictated by your sports. You don't necessarily have to think through what you want to do in your day. And it's very much like, okay, in the morning, I should like, I should be doing this. I should wake up and train. And then I go Mm -hmm. to, or at least in college, it's like classes or whatever it is. And it's like, even when you're resting, it's like purposeful rest. It's like purposeful eating. It's all these things that you should be doing throughout your whole day. And then you stop doing your sport and you're like, what do you're I lost. do with my free time? Like, I feel so, still, I've not been playing soccer for, yeah, you know, maybe four years now. Uh-huh. And I still struggle to be like, that's a hard sport. It's like, time. you need teammates for that. Yeah. With yeah. Swimming, you can go in any pool and do that yourself. Like, that's hard. Soccer, you know, you need teammates kind of like, <laughs> you can't just like kick a ball around and call that <laughs> to practice or something. Yeah. Luckily, so that's that stuff. Yeah. Luckily now I um have play like on pickup leagues and now I'm like oh. chill like I'm it's just for fun. If anything, if someone gets right. too riled up, I'm like relax. Like, <laughs> it's just a calm game. down, you know. Right. But funny. I don't. I still don't know what to do with free time. Like I'll sit. I'll have like an hour mm. to do nothing, and I'll sit. And I'm like, I should be doing something, shouldn't I? Like, should I stretch? Right. Should I like right. go do this? And I. I and it was so funny to me to see everyone else was like, wait, this is so me. Like, I don't know how to not do it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Did you right. feel that during, oh, during 100%. your percent Oh, 100%. You know, and that's, that was kind of like my distraction. Like, I started mm-hmm. going to the bars at night because I had something to do. Yeah. And because and, I was so bored. Like, I was so used to waking up every morning and now I didn't have to wake up any morning. Sometimes I wake up, but like afternoon, you know, one, two, I'm like, <laughs> wow, half the day is gone, and then, uh, you know, it's just kind of, it, it's fun at first, you know, you, you finally yeah. get to relax, um, like but it gets old problem. quick, it gets old quick, it's, you know, it's just like, you're so used to that schedule, um, and, yeah, that was, like, that was one of the hardest things, it was, like, I, like I said, I wanted the purpose again, I wanted something to wake up for, rather than, you know, just waking up, oh, what am I going to do today, yeah, so, like, now my, my schedule through the summer brutal like I don't hate it I do <laughs> but I, it's a purpose for a purpose so I'm okay with it and it's yep. it doubles every day except for Wednesday and Saturday and every day except for Sunday I have a morning okay. so I, I'm waking up at 6 a.m every day again um which is good because like I know I, I need to go to bed early get meaningful rest wake up start the day right um so it's 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 what I need and it's you know it's part of it's part of it yeah yeah it's weird because I feel like physically it's obviously way harder um but sometimes I feel like at least for me personally sometimes mentally the days go by a lot faster and easier almost when oh, I'm I literally thought reacting. that yesterday you know <laughs> I was literally saying that yesterday to myself I was like, the day's already almost over. And I was like, because it was my birthday yesterday. And it's like 8 o'clock and people are like, hey, so you're going out? Let's celebrate. Like, so let's go get dinner. I was like, I've been so busy all day. Like, I just got done with my second practice. I'm dead. And, like, I was like, I'm just going to go to bed. And, like, and it's just I never used to feel like that. Usually I'd be like, yes, let's go. Let's go. Because I was so bored. So yeah. I would say yes to everything. And, um, oh, yeah. and the day felt so long because I was, was just sitting around home bored all day. Um, you know, I, I'd be playing Xbox or something and yeah. I'd just be bored. Um, so it's good. It's, it's like, in a sense, you know, I finish practice at eight in the morning, have practice at two in the afternoon, but it literally feels like one hour. I have yeah. one hour. I was like, I chose just here an hour ago, you know, <laughs> but your days go by fast. It does. I've been trying. So there's this like model and it basically... So right now, for most of my life, I've been very like reactive or like to mm-hmm. certain things. And even in my job, like the job I chose for the first three years was like super reactive, like constantly solving okay. issues and timelines, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And then now my current job is very more like long-term strategy and like rising. Okay. But um, so it kind of fits in. Uh-huh. And there's this new model that it's that I'm or, uh, new for me, not new in the world, but it's like, okay, um, observation, 
pause and then like meaningful action and okay. I, i've gotten good at pausing i have uh-huh. no clue what to do with people action so like really? sunday i was like okay i'm pausing i acknowledge like i don't want to go on my phone i don't want to watch tv and then yeah. i'm like and i was like i don't want to work out and i was like I left. <laughs> like what what is right. action but i also uh-huh. feel like that's how like I started this podcast because I was like purpose, like meaning. So right, yeah. Um. Okay. What do you? Back to the questions. What do mm. you attribute? Like you clearly have a huge drive. So what are the big things that you attribute to your success and that like drive and passion? I think I think my biggest. Uh, drive would be my disability you know just kind of having a disadvantage you know growing up um just kind of trying to prove people wrong and just trying to be the best I can be myself and for others you know like I never realized it but like every time I when I get done with the Dev Olympic Games you know I have all these deaf people reach out to me you know adults kids parents parents of deaf children and they just compliment me and just tell me about their struggles or their kids struggles and it just you know it makes me happy because I that's what I want you know I always want to be supportive of everyone I want to help others um and that's what drives me you know like it is better like let's like I'm when I'm racing if you're just trying to racing just for yourself, it's still a good thing, but, like, it's just that little extra, you know. You see with, like, the greatest athletes, you know, you know they have struggles. You know they're, they're trying to prove something, and they have something meaningful behind it, and that's my meaningful thing is I'm just trying to prove something, you know, like, like for the kids, like, the deaf kids growing up, um, you know, like they're doing sports, not even sports classroom and stuff, you know, like don't give up. Um, you know, it might be hard growing up and stuff, but like you really can put yourself through anything if you really put yourself to the task and believe in yourself. That's the biggest thing is believing in yourself. Yeah. I mean, yeah. hey, you showed that like tenfold with this latest. <laughs> Thank you. Appreciate that. Yeah. But I mean, how is it? Because we met in high school and by then... You are a good sport, and I feel like by then you had clearly, like, figured it out, but you would still get comments, and, like, you just brush it off, and, like, people would joke, and, like, I remember people always, like, make fun of you for being, like, what? And, like, you just, oh, yeah. like, you'd, like, play into the joke. You'd be, like, oh, yeah. Oh, whatever. yeah, no, yeah, I'm still that way, 100%. Like, oh, that's how I practice, you know, like, Jack, my best friend, he, this morning, he was, like, he's like, I don't know, just like stupid stuff. I can't repeat. <laughs> but like, you know, like you said, like, you know, like you just laugh because like the other day we were at uh, in and out when we were in Texas and it's just like little things that are just funny. Um the we were ordering our food and the the lady said, um, what do you would you like to drink? And I was like, Oh, have a good day too. <laughs> and then like my bad bad. I was like, what? And like that's not what she said. I was like, oh what? Uh, so yeah, you know, so I always say this little thing. I always go along with it because you know I accept that I can't hear. And and once you do that, it's it's fine. And like like my coaches joke with me and stuff. And like my friends like do this, they know every list. So they're always like oh. doing that. I'm like, oh that Matt can't hear me right now. Um and it's like that's my personality you know like half my humor is my deaf humor (laughs) um you know I embrace it and I I honestly this is how I feel this way towards other people is if people can in a sense like uh my friends or like people that I know can make fun of me then that means like I feel like kind of accepted you know rather than not Mm. having to feel awkward around me or like oh like because it's funny when people are like oh like I don't want to offend you or anything, but like, were you born like that and stuff? And it's like, oh no, like I don't, I'm not offended. Like that's this is a real question, you know. Like, yeah. I like when people ask about that, you know, and it doesn't offend me at all. You know? Yeah, that's yeah. fair. I feel like yeah. at least for I don't. You're right though. When you have close friends, I feel like if they make fun of me for something, I'm like, that means it's you don't actually care because you wouldn't make fun of me to my face 
if you didn't right because <laughs> then you feel like you feel like you're bullying like you're actually mean like no yeah. like they're, they're being, it's like out of love yeah yeah were you yeah. always like that though like oh no definitely not yeah <laughs> so I like imagine. no like I, I I got like that in high school actually um I was just kind of socially awkward quiet <laughs> shy kid growing up you know I was just I didn't understand like you know my mindset growing up when I was in you know, elementary school and middle school like I wasn't really an athlete right then like I was doing all the sports and you know you're so small you're so yeah. young you don't know what you're doing yeah. um so I didn't have that confident from that and I was not the best in classroom and so I didn't have that confidence so I just felt like I was just behind everyone I was just at a disadvantage big time and I let that to bring me down and when I got into high school I just you know I said that's enough like I kind of, I just kind of bloomed, you know, like I just, my personality was just a lot brighter. I was having fun. I accepted my disability. I was making friends, becoming social, doing better in the classroom, getting better in the sports and everything was just kind of uphill from my high school, from high school. Cause I became more disciplined. I kind of understood things. And, you know, that's the hardest thing is people that are so young, they don't understand these things, you know, people with disabilities and issues. But when you get older, you kind of realize, you know, it's like always like your parents saying, like, you wish you grew up fast, yeah. but, you know, like, you know, like don't, don't be in such a rush to grow up, you know, and then you look back like they were right. Yeah. Yeah. It's like those kind of things. Like, it's true. but Yeah. So, so what was, was swimming the turning point? Like just having confidence and knowing that you were like yeah. better yeah. at something and you could like own that and then the rest kind of followed? yeah his classroom was just like average you know Mm -hmm. um so I didn't have that confidence in the classroom um and swimming it was kind of like in high school we're like okay I was getting better I grew a lot in high school I used to be really short um and it trying to explain it like I guess it it gave me a purpose you know and I think that's where it leads all back to it's like once I found a purpose once someone has purpose, you know, they're comfortable in themselves. They know what they can say about themselves to other people. You know, like when people ask you like, well, what do you do? Like, you know, you, you don't know how to answer that, you know, yeah. it's like awkward and stuff. And like, for me as a swimmer, you know, people ask me like, oh, why you swim? Why, why are you still swimming? Why this? And you know, I, I have an answer and that brings me a lot of confidence. You know, I have a purpose and it all leads to swimming to be honest like that's the start of it now yeah and now I have confidence in other things now but swimming definitely started that change in my life yeah that makes sense I feel like just having Mm -hmm. something that that is yours and makes you like unique or special to other people because especially when you just I mean we try not to but I feel like it's just in our nature like when you're younger, I mean, I still do, but like compare yourself to others. And so if you're constantly comparing yourself and you stack up like average or below average and you're Uh like, like what is, and then you find that thing that you're like, haha, this is my thing. Right. right. Yeah. You get that comfort, you get that comfort and like, Oh, I can do something that you can excel compared to others. Cause yeah, I mean, everyone always compares and yeah, that was like the one thing that pissed me off in college is when like one of the old coaches compared me to one of those guys that was six six, <laughs> way bigger than me, and it was a complete sprinter where I wasn't. And you'd be like, and I was doing more weight training, so I was actually more tired. So I was going slower in practice, and like, well, why is he going faster than me? I was like, because oh I'm not going to. I'm going to all the practices and stuff, and I yeah. <laughs> that just pissed me off. And I was like, never compare me to someone else because like yeah. and. Because I know how that feels. I never do that to anyone. Like, everyone's unique in their own ways. And everyone's at a different level, you know, at times. So it's, you know. Yeah, I uh, love that. I couldn't agree more. Okay, so you've, okay, so you've touched on a handful of these. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I don't know if you have a different answer, but I was wondering what's your biggest lesson in all this but I feel like you've had some really good ones sprinkled throughout the episode <laughs> yeah there's been so many lessons honestly um swimming um I'm just trying to think it's it's like I'm trying to think lessons um so I'm trying to think of ones that you haven't because you touched on like 
okay, the confidence and like being able to like, like, yeah, an example uh, and have a purpose and like not taking things, you know, being your own voice with like the coaches. But I feel like I like shared a lot the of big, them already, so I wasn't sure if you had I, any extra ones. I guess like the the biggest lesson is if you love to do something, keep following it because yeah, or piece that's of advice. why I'm training again. Piece of advice, yeah, and that's my thing is for twenty. You know, my dream growing up, like I was almost every athlete's dream, be an Olympian. And <laughs> that's still my dream. And I feel like I owe that myself because that was the thing when I quit. I was just like, what if? And, you know, like that's the hard, you know, with a lot of athletes, that was a hard question to have when you retire, you know, you finish your sport. It's like, what if? What if I tried harder? What if I kept going? And that I didn't want. So that's why I'm going again, you know, and I, I'm so close, so it's like I don't want to give up that childhood dream that that made my drive. So you know, I think for other people, is you know, like if you love it, then do it. You know, make it work. Um, you know, just keep following it because um, you'll be satisfied in the end because you know you did your best. Yeah, no, mm-hmm. I agree. I mean, that's a good one, and I feel mm-hmm. like you'd be surprised when you do how much of an example and like what it means to other people. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like you were doing, like it started off as something for, for you, you know, like, right. and now it's like, you have people coming up to you and being like, right. Wow, you are led into something else, you know, it like yeah. something bigger than you, but I think it only comes when you're genuinely like being yourself, you know? exactly yeah and you know and that's what you know that's why i love swimming you know because it's, it, it's not just about yourself and it's a community especially especially death olympics like you're at a place where almost everyone has the same struggles same issues so everyone's just so supportive you know and yeah. everyone cares like and you know how it is like the other countries your rivals you know they're all you know yeah. the communication barrier but like literally everyone's hugging each other after the races congratulating typing on the phone like trying to translate and stuff like everyone is so supportive like my rivals like or ukraine they're really good they they pay their athletes they have like a training team and all that usa doesn't have uh, have that but ukraine was our biggest rival and those guys were fast and they just they look intimidating just because like i guess you're not used to seeing those like everyone looks different so i guess they have had a kind of a resting stare face (laughs) So I was like, oh, I think he hates me already. And then he was like hugging me. And he's like, and like oh. the guy, like we were in the locker room. The guy goes, are you Matt Klotz? And he's like, yeah. And he's like, he's like, I've always wanted to meet you for four years. Oh. I've heard about you all the time. I've seen all your stuff. And he's like, I'm glad I finally raced you and met you. That's and so he's funny. just like saying like, you know, he's like, thank you so much for actually talking to me. And I was like, oh, of course. Like, you know, it's just like, those good feelings, you know, just, you know, you know, you're doing something right. And so that, you know, like, that's one of my favorite moments from that meet is like them approaching and they're like, Oh, are you this person? And they're like, you weren't what we expected. We thought you were going to be like this intimidating kind of like don't talk to anyone only here for medals kind of guy, you know, like, and I was just talked to like every country, every team, you know, and that was the one thing that sucked with, we were always trying to leave the meet, like, or leave the day, but I, that's when I'm finally done racing, uh, I'm, like, literally racing the entire session, yeah. so when I'm done, everyone then approaches me and talks to me, and I'm just, like, having all this conversation, the team's, like, ready to leave, I'm, like, I'm sorry, I can't, like, just say no, like, I, you know, I'm trying yeah. to get back, I want to get back, you know, I don't want to be that person that just ignores people, I want to get back, and, you know, because I appreciate it all. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, that's so meaningful, that's such a cool experience, I, that's yeah. Awesome. Do you ever get like, I don't know, like mentally and mental health wise, like, is it ever hard when people look up to you so much and when you hold the records for like events that you swim or are you pretty good about being like, we're just going to go and do my best? (laughs) Yeah, I think going to that me, you know, there was definitely a, a little mental, like, you know, there's so many different mental aspects of stuff like this, you know emotionally and mental um, mental stuff and there's physical and mental stuff and yeah. I think I had a little bit of both going into it you know because I was like I haven't raced in so long yeah 
I'm not gonna be in my peak, you know. It wasn't that I was doubting myself, I just the science is there. Like <laughs> I've taken a year and a half off. Um only been training for two months. I'm obviously not in my peak. Um and I just knew I was happy because I was back into the pool because I could have not been going at all. So, you know, I was like, you know what? Like I can go here, maybe get a medal to hopefully my backstroke events. So maybe I'll get three medals. Let's see how all they want. You know, I didn't have that expectation at all to get 14. Uh, and that was like great. It was like, I entered 14 events and all 14 events I medaled. And that's why I was like, I didn't expect that. You know, I had I did not have that goal at all. I didn't even have the goal to get the most records um, overall. Now it is because I just went to this meet, you know, it was an unexpected thing. Um, but it was definitely a mental challenge because I knew I was out of shape. Um, didn't know what to expect because I, I was, you know, I don't want to just, yeah, like the year before people realized because I, I wasn't going. I was a late, I was a late um, addition because they already had the team roster set up. Oh, wow. And I was like, I was a month late and I was just like, oh, like, so they worked their way, of course, with me. Um, so it was nice, but like, I had some people like, why are you not going? And it was kind of like, now I'm going. I'm like, now they're going to be expecting because, like, you know, they're like, oh. It's funny because, like, language barrier. So, like, you metal record. Like, see you, you fastest. You come, right? <laughs> like, you go meet. Um, and, you know, like, everyone's expecting me to be there. And I think, you know, um, they wanted, I don't know. Like, I hope I met everyone's expectations. <laughs> um, but, you know, and, and that's just too hard for me to get perfect yeah. gold medals, you know, like. I didn't break any world records because I wasn't in my prime, but I think I still did the best I did. And I think, and I could take away from that. I was happy with that. You know, I can't, I've always expected so much out of myself yeah. growing up. And this one I was able to, I just kind of accept where I was at and do the best I can. And that's what I did. Yeah. That's huge. I feel like it's yeah. not, it's easy to con like when you go into those things, like uh -huh. you could do, amazing like you could do right. I mean you did amazing like Thank and you. you could still sit there and be like mm -hmm. oh I could have you know this would have been better or and then you could do yeah. that better stuff and be like oh this could have been better and so it's nice right if you can get like, out of that mindset and be like I'm just proud of myself for showing up because right. that was no, yeah. beat in itself and like appreciating those little like well not even in this case little wins these big wins that, that got you to this point and then like the impact that you're having just by like doing it and being there that was that was that like I'll, yeah I'll say like that was my first two days so my first two days were my off events and that's when I was getting bronze and silver and I was kind of like just like when I finished the wall it's like there's like eight days total so it's like first two days I was just kind of like you know <laughs> I, I wanted to go you know so I was kind of and then I just realized like I have all these other races and telling myself like, okay, look at the realistic facts. Like I've been training, like, and then that's when I started getting happier through the meets, you know, and then like all of a sudden people saw me celebrating for bronze and silver. Cause I was like, okay, like I'm, you know, yeah, I have no expectations. Um, so yeah, that was, yeah. Yeah. And it created, I mean, I'm sure like that switch people are like, Oh, that's so cool. Like, right. You know, and then those, yeah, that was, like, the mental battle I had was kind of the first two days was, like, accepting that I wasn't, I'm not going to be at the best I am, because mm -hmm. you always, you always want to believe in yourself, like, so that you can perform your best, but, you know, that was, like, the hardest part, I think, of the meet was those first two days, um, accepting the reality that I'm not going to be getting my best times right now, okay. yeah. It's kind of funny, though, because once you have the acceptance, then you're, like, nothing, like, if you got whatever you got before the uh -huh. acceptance, you you could have gotten anything and then been like, oh, I don't know. Like, I think I could have gotten better. Right. And then uh -huh. those same things after accepting it, like suddenly you're having all this fun and it's like, right. oh, if it's the same, I might as well have fun doing it, you know? <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like thinking about canceling those races, like just not doing them that day. Really? Like, you know what? Let me just do it. Yeah. And then like all of a sudden I get you know bronze and I'm like I wasn't even gonna do this race so you know I was happy <laughs> and what was funny which I'm kind of glad this happened in a weird way uh I wasn't entered in one event and they accidentally put me in it instead of another event 
So I was put in both during the meet, which is like, not that it's not allowed, but like sign-ups like for the event. So I was like, that was my 14th race. So it was kind of oh. funny because like, had I not, had, had they not made that mistake of putting me in another event, I wouldn't have got those, all the most metal counts. So it's like, it's Whoa. weird how it works out. Like, yeah, because yeah, that's what I was saying. Because I didn't have that goal of getting the medal. So I was like, that's if me and my joke laughed. Me and my joke, me and my coach laughed because we're like, I wasn't supposed to be in that event, but it kept me in it. And we're like, yeah, it was like maybe they wanted you to break the record. So yeah. They kept you <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. No, that's like one of those. I'm a big believer, just everything happens for a reason. And that's one mm. of those where you're like, all right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Expect the best. Oh, that's awesome. No, yeah. I'm so glad you came on. It was so cool, too. I didn't know, like, most of those things. So it's cool to to hear. And, mm-hmm. and you have such an interesting, like, you have such a good mindset on it all. Like, and I think Thank you have you. to be able to keep doing it, you know? Yeah, definitely. Especially as you get older, you know, yeah. you, have all these, <laughs> you have all these other things in life. You know, you got, you know, work, you got social, you got, you know, relationships, you got, there's so much more than just a sport when as you get older. So there's a lot that you have to keep in control and yeah. stuff. And I and that's what the best part about swimming too is it taught me all that. You know, it taught me the balance. It taught me relationships. It kind of you know it, to be a hard worker and like that correlates to everything else. Like I work hard in my friendship. I work hard in my you know uh, in work life. I work hard in um just everything yeah yeah it just like carries through in everything that you do yeah yeah so yeah yeah that's awesome thanks for coming on thanks for so much thanks so much for having me